Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, from end to end, from alcohol to best damn friend, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I'm Saker, and I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm Evan O'Captain. My captain. That's is it, is it an Irish name? Evan O'Captain? Evan O'Captain. Oh, oh, I am an O'Captain. That's fine. Uh, I couldn't, again, search Google for let it autofill. I am blank. Uh-huh. I, I'm the captain now. It's one of the first uh-huh. automatic I'm the captain now. So I feel like that's from a Star Trek or something. No, it's from Captain Phillips, that Tom Hanks movie. Nope. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Nobody saw it, but everybody saw the trailer. I didn't. You did. Stop lying to me. All right. This isn't a podcast about lying. This is a podcast about bare naked ladies, and they're all about truth and love. It's, <laughs> like, it's, as we found in the first episode, it's it's all in their name, right? It's that's why they're a what bunch of that's why they're a bunch of bare naked ladies and not a bunch of fat, oh. pudgy Canadians. Exactly. Exactly. Um, truth. Evan. Truth and honesty in all things. <laughs> this week we have a guest. Uh, it's another. Local- Wait, what? What, we didn't tell you. Did you wonder who this other man was sitting in the basement? I thought, you know. He's the, the local podcast I ask, goblin. I don't ask questions. He has been sitting here for the past six episodes and has just been <laughs> yeah. very, very quiet. Just live under the desk. Yeah. touching my leg. Excuse me, we haven't introduced you yet. How dare you speak? I've been really trying to bubble through here and I've been really nervous about it. Uh, so we have another local Columbus podcaster and Bare Naked Ladies super fan from the show Pre-Dead oh. Boys. Available on iTunes, it's Max. Hi Max, how are you? Not too bad, Saker. How are you doing? I'm good. You doing good? Yeah, yeah. Enjoy this basement a lot. Oh, thank um, you. No one's ever... It's just me and Evan and he's seen it yeah. a bunch of times. So. I mean, I like, the, I like that you've put down plastic on the floor. Well, and, just in case something you know, bad happens just, during the podcast. Just, yeah, <laughs> undecorated brick <laughs> walls. Sweaty. Yeah. Some fluids leaking from over there. Yeah, the manacles hanging from the ceiling. Is that a raccoon? Touch of home. Yeah, oh, it used to be a raccoon. <laughs> now it's just sort of desiccated. Uh, Max, tell us a little bit about Pre-Dead Boys, this podcast that you have. Uh, I So I don't really know how uh, Bare Naked Ladies overlaps with this, <laughs> oh, besides exactly. the fact that we talk about thrash a lot okay and like hardcore um but we're a podcast about death and um what happens when you die and what happens after you die um specifically are you gonna be frozen are you gonna be in a coffin that's gonna explode yeah Uh, a lot of weird fun stuff like that yeah yeah dummies it's a fun podcast uh i've listened to the first three i really should have told you about it beforehand yeah that's that's right down my fucking alley (laughs) it's literally oh yeah yes i just love uh investigative podcasts that sort of delve into smaller I mean not, I shouldn't say smaller but like very specific no, sort of very sort specific of, very yeah. specific sort of information I just I just love it yeah like, yeah, yeah the uh the episode on uh on uh uh, I forget the name of it now, but the terror uh, cognition, the terror management theory, terror management yeah. theory. Holy Ooh. shit! What a cool guys. Honestly, it's basketball, a lot of basketball there. Yeah, the, the intersection of death and basketball, yeah. <laughs> which is really fun. Um, it's my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> yes, that's episode two, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna so download yeah, that. Yes, right you should, when I get home. It's a good jumping in point if you've if well, you're gonna, interested I'm gonna, in. Let's know them all because it's just I. I I don't know. I'm a researcher, so I love research. So <laughs> you really are. invest in that, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, gonna let you down. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I okay. like it because it's very it's sawbones esque. It's you and and your your co-host Dorian, mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. you know things, and Dorian <laughs> does not know things. So well, Dorian knows how to edit, and Dorian has, like, self-confidence. <laughs> right. So I tried to edit a few sure. episodes, and I was like, oh, man, this is so stupid. I hate how this all sounds. And Dorian was like, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, good. You, you, yeah. need, you need color commentary, right? Yeah, yeah. that's sure. important. Well, that's, that's what important. makes it fun, is that one person has knows about it, and right. one person is reacting in real time. And that time. is Saker, yeah. the color commentary. Uh, to our cast, he yeah. knows nothing about the bare naked ladies, <laughs> and true. I am the bare naked ladies super <laughs> fan. Uh, this is why our podcast doesn't work because we're both idiots. idiots and know nothing about bare naked ladies. So yeah, um, so okay, so here's here's the intersection, Max. I was thinking of a way to kind of tie our shows together. So uh-huh. my question to both of you and to me myself, I haven't actually thought about it, is what bare naked ladies song would you want to play at your funeral or wake or your your death celebration? Uh, if if you could only play one bare naked lady song there, King of Bedside Manor. <laughs> oh Hands God, down. <laughs> Why King of Bedside Manor, Evan? Because I just want to get over with, man. It's the shortest song. <laughs> <board. It's> the <laughs> All the songs. Like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Maybe Come a snack on. time song. One of those like 54 seconds. Yeah. Just get it over with, time. man. Also, it speaks. To, I mean. <laughs> what if you played like raisins <laughs> at your funeral? What if it's like ABC? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I would. I, I think uh, they have a lot of, of, I think, songs that are about the human condition, possibly. Um, maybe some yeah. fantastic from Stunt for me. That's. Have you. Have you yeah. That's them? a song about the rapist. What in the fuck are you talking oh, about? Oh, he's, no. like, he's just like he's just like chasing a girl. I think that is that one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I just need to get some pheromones to, you know, and yeah, if I wear it past like your work, real weird... you'll think other guys are jerks. So he's just trying to like he's like some fucking pickup artist. It's a real creepy song. I think it exemplifies who I am as a person and I wanted to play at my funeral. Like, I really want this one to define me. Yes, as I'm going out, as I'm being shot into space, I want them to play some fantastic. You're going to do like the Hunter S. Thompson cannon death yes, thing. Exactly. Like, launch into space. How about you, Max? Are you, well, first up, are you familiar? Let me go back here. You're, you're a Bandicoot Ladies fan. I am. Uh, yes. All of their albums, or like, have you dropped off lately with their newer stuff? Or... I I have dropped off hard yes. lately. Um, but and I feel like I am a little under the target demographic for BNL fandom. Um, I'm 27, so I'm really good at entering the podcast age. Right. I'm like a low <laughs> age podcaster. But I I got into BNL through my uncle when I was like 10. He gave me like Stunt yeah. and Disc One. Yeah. And then I just listened to those while playing like Majora's Mask over and over <laughs> in my basement. Like I like, tur- I was like, I don't want to hear this video game soundtrack and just listen to that over Majora's Mask. Um, yeah, I I think I I really like Million Dollars just because there's the the levity to it. Sure. Um, and I like the uh, the kind of um, contrast at a funeral. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Add a little bit of levity there. Sure, I like that too. Yeah, I think like. So, it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, I mean, you it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, you wouldn't have anybody upset. Yeah, yeah. If I play a million dollars, what a good boy. Do you think that is uh, at all factors into? I mean, that's a, that's kind of a somber song. Like, I think that that could be a funeral song too. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but I it, I think it's the most serious one so far on Gordon. 
Yes. I think wrap your arms around me and and uh, what a good boy. It's it's interesting, and I, I we'll get into it, of course, in a minute here, but they put those two in a row because yeah. they're both real downers, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, very weird songs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'd rather have levity at my funeral than a downer, so yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Don't shake your head. <laughs> snack time. Snack time. We're going to go with the real kid stuff. Yeah. I think we should all pick snack time songs. No, Canada Dry is my real pick. Uh, <laughs> because Good deal. I want people to remember I me. I like that that's our go-to Canada. Bare Naked Ladies future song. Because like, we, we haven't listened to a lot of them, so we just know Canada Dry. Canada. That's like our whipping boy. Our that's the, like track one on their new album, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. the, it's the big hit, which I think charted at like 77 yeah. on the charts <laughs> from their new album. So Hey, at least it charted. How many chart songs do you got hey piece of shit how many albums <laughs> how many albums do you have saker and how many songs Seven. have <laughs> we do actually well we are including the b-sides album which there you is go. that one charted <laughs> all of the b-sides, the b-sides all charted. Yeah. It's like three hide the good stuff yeah yeah yeah. oh i want to everybody says good things about emotion it's oh good it's stuff. great yeah oh man oh yeah okay. crj is incredible <laughs> this is what her fans call her right yeah crj okay uh were you Maybe we should just take a break from BNL and do a CRJ. You know how she got her name is because it's one letter forward from BNL. Is no, that's not true. Are you, I was like, wait a second. C tracked. I thought it would work for a second there. I did the C, and then I was like, just wait, commit, no, just R and N are not. Um, all right. Uh, so let's uh, let's actually start talking about the song today. So our song that we are going to talk about today is "What a Good Boy." So if you've never heard it, here's a quick clip. I was born, they looked at me and said, what a good boy, what a smart boy, what a strong boy. And when you were born, they look at you and said, what a good girl, what a smart girl, what a pretty girl. Got these Okie dokie. So, what a good boy. Um, I usually start with Evan, but I don't want to. Max... What were some quick, like, what was your impression of this song when you heard it? Tell me a little bit about uh, what you thought. So I do have, um, when, I, when, when I first heard this, I was like, oh, this this song does bring a lot of levity to right. Gordon um, after, like, Enid and Yoko Ono and things like that. Um, and then I have some Levity bones. or gravity? I mean gravity. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I was going to say. It's got like, gravity. You were listening to this song. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Bop. I was like, this is a real bop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it brings it does bring a lot of gravity, um, and I have some bones to pick with the track listing of this because it's followed up with King of Bedside Manor, yeah. which is like basically just a song made of fart sounds. Yeah. <laughs> we'll King of Bedside Manor is an amazing song. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> it's like the TM. It's like they might be giants at their goofiest. Oh yeah, yeah. Bedside Manor for sure. Thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I think I think a case could be made, and maybe we should even do this on the Gordon wrap up episode. Is, Wait, is, we're doing a wrap-up episode? Well, <laughs> you re listen to everything. <laughs> well, I think we should talk about the album like yeah. as a whole, and I think we, this is for the future. I've we got some really theories about the album. Off-cast, but then I think we should re- re-sequence it. I think that would be okay. a fun experiment, but we'll do that later. All right, cool. So yeah, so you have a problem with the sequencing, which I definitely agree with. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think overall the song is, it's a solid song. It defies a lot of conventions of what I think people think Bare Naked Ladies is. Right. And... 
you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, man, this is like a pretty good REM song, actually. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's not like Chronic Town REM, but it's somewhere like Green Era, sort of where they're getting into their 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 groove. Because it's not hard. I feel like a lot of early REM songs were... That's not like Monster or yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I could hear that. Sure, absolutely. Um, I mean, do you think musically or lyrically or both? Uh, I think a little more musically. It's got kind of the, some of the weird musical stuff. Yeah. Um, lyrically, I think if... Michael Stipe was singing this song, people would have a much higher impression of it. Yeah. But it's Stephen Page's kind of goofy... Yeah. Well, for sure. Uh. I, I think, but sort of... I, I almost think that Michael Stipe's mush mouth may have improved this song. <laughs> I think Stephen Page, the lyrics that he chooses... I mean, should we get into hair shirt? <laughs> I think hair we'll shirt just... Well, I think we'll there's the there. REM overlap is hair shirt. <laughs> right, sure, yeah. yeah like, well, See, I kind of I read this as like a... like. It sounded like Three Doors Down to me, like one of their ballads. Really? Like, really? I just, they, they have so many like, you know, if I could be like, if I could be like that, yeah. I will give anything. <laughs> just like those are like, I'm here without you, baby. Like just the, just the, the it wasn't necessarily the lyrics. Right. But the, it just sounded to me like one of those 90s, not power ballads, but just like one of those rock ballads. Yeah. And it just, it just fit right into the 90s canon for me huh, in, that, in that regard. Yeah, I could maybe hear that. Um, you know, I, I, I thought it was very... I mean, it was reminiscent of, of Brian Wilson to me at first because it sort of started with just, like, the plaintive guitar and yeah. Steve singing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of surprised that they they dipped out of Brian Wilson for Yoko Ono and then right back into these two songs. Again, yeah. talking about sequencing is just very, very weird. But then I, I thought about it, and I'm not sure where you would put it because I think to put to put these songs at the end of the album really leaves you with a weird downer impression of uh-huh. Naked Ladies as like this this try-hard serious band. I don't know. It's well, weird. I thought it was a good ballad. I think it accomplished what it set out to do. And it they didn't... This was the first song they didn't feel the need to dress up with like triangles or kawikas yeah, or exactly. cartoon sound effects. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. This, there's like the one point where there's whistling, but there's no none of that like ad-libbing or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Though there, there is... The opening has that... There's a wood block in the opening. Oh yeah, and it's so loud. <laughs> but I really actually kind of like it. But boy, wanna strangle us before we take our first It's very noticeable in the beginning, and then they just don't put it in the rest of the song. Uh, yeah, that was the only weird. I do feel like they they pick a weird like random instrument for each of the songs and just decide like this one's gonna have a sousaphone, this one's gonna <laughs> have a quika. Which uh, is very weird. Um, I've I've wondered. So y'all are much more into the BNL lore than I am, right? Um, they made this album when they were like twenty one, right? Yeah, yeah. it's very young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did they get the money to do this? So I, I were they signed at this point? Or? Yes. They, okay. They, uh, oh, I think it's Artiste Records or something. But basically, yeah, they they sent in. Uh, I think Be My Yoko Ono was sort of making the local rounds in Toronto, okay. and and they sent a demo copy into somebody. And there's there's a funny story that I'm going to get very wrong, which is like, uh, they recorded like a shitty version of it, and they sent it in, and uh, it was the only version they had. And and the guy who heard it was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Can you send me like the the version that you didn't like record a hundred like. He thought that the quality of it was so bad, like there was tape hiss. It was like just taped off a radio of like a, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. He was like, "Can you send me the real version of it?" And so, like that day, they all got together and paid like an exorbitant amount of money to go into a studio and be like, "Oh shit, we need a real studio version." You need of this a good song. one. Yeah, but then they got signed to a label. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I think that uh, that that's kind of how their their origin was was done there. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is. Um, 
All right, let's let's go into lyrics first, I guess. Okay. Um, so they don't really do a whole tongue in cheek thing here. I think the only tongue in cheek no. line they have is they they like to to do the pivot on like the cross that I bear bear with me like that that pivot point is interesting and that's kind of some stuff that we see with. By the way, bear with. Do you feel like this story is about um maybe like a cub? Um, and he's like just looking around his den, and he's <laughs> taking this literally. Bear with me. Bear, bear with, with me. me. Bear with <laughs> multiple bears in here yeah. with yes, me. Yes, exactly. All right, fuck it. That was stupid. That's a hair shirt. I mean, I that's feel like we fans, have... That's what our fans like. <laughs> it's the stupid-ass shit. That's why they're here, right? <laughs> uh, fans, yeah. Well, bears, bears have fur, which is kind of the like hair a hair shirt. shirt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck, we cracked the And everybody knows bears are, bears are all devout Catholics, so... <laughs> that's right, the cross. And there's a lot of bears in Canada. <laughs> they're very religious. Yeah. <laughs> that's correct, yep. Um, all right, let's get into hair shirt, because that's the elephant in the room on this song, I think. Um, so so there's, there's, there's a literal read of hair shirt, right? A hair shirt is like a shirt... A, a, a religious garb mm-hmm. that that you yeah. would wear to punish yourself it was like a shirt made of animal hair, right? Sure. It's like a monk aesthetic thing. Yeah. yeah. So what what is it doing here? What why is it here? What are we talking about in this song? Well, he's saying specifically the name is the hair shirt he bared, and I. Her name is the hair. No, shirt? Uh, it says or the gen- this, this name is the hair shirt I wear. So I'm pretty sure this song's about incest. Huh? Because think about it. Why would a name be a, a hair shirt? Why would a name be a cross? Unless you have the same name <laughs> as the woman you're interested in. Oh, this isn't even this isn't even my read of this. this I'm just like the dark I'm just read. Kind of, well, I have a much lighter read, but I'm like, <laughs> okay. but that's that's what this that's what I thought in my first blush of this yeah, song. Yeah. That's what I thought it was about was incest. Enid was about pedophilia, and this song is about no. Incest. Enid was about Enid is about going older, right? If I remember correctly. <laughs> oh, that's well. I think eventually we came around to Enid is about a tight knit family who <laughs> should love each other more. Maybe Saker well, wanted to make it about pedophilia. If we are going back to the idea of bare naked ladies. As vampires, I think a uh, you know once you once you sire someone, uh, you make them <laughs> sort of part of your family, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's that whole sort of so <laughs> shit. We're recording these out of order. Something we'll talk about on a future episode <laughs> uh, about sort of this uh, this whole father lover <laughs> sort of idea. Uh, yeah, just keep digging yourself into aesthetic. that hole. Saker. I'm not digging a hole. I'm agreeing with you that it might be about if they are vampires, it might be about incest. Well, I think if they're not vampires, it might be about incest. Okay, it might right. be about anything. Fair. That no, is I, that is a read I saw on songmeanings.net oh, yeah? really? or whatever. Oh wow. About incest. Someone was like, "Well, I think it's about a brother and a sister," and a bunch of people were like, "No." Well, was I should hope not. <laughs> was it all based around that this name is the cross that I bear in line, or how yeah. did they? Yeah, it's all oh, that's shit. the crux of it. Wow, interesting. Okay, weird. Yeah. All right, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that I, I thought it was a weird turn of phrase to use. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a specific reason that he used that turn of phrase? Is the hair shirt? Well, if we're if we're riffing on incense, uh, not in, incense, <laughs> incense. <laughs> incest smells incest. bad. Yeah, <laughs> smell terrible. <laughs> But uh, riffing on incest, I was like looking and I was trying to think of like what they might be referencing either. I'm like, fuck, Artemis and Apollo, like any sort of Grecian myths. No, I think I think they're specifically talking about like, I don't know, Luke and Leia from Star Wars, I guess. Mm. <laughs> like, I think that's the I think that's it. So the hair like, shirt refers to the, the Skywalker, Skywalker name. Like her, the right. buns. Right. And, <laughs> and they're both, when you were born, what a good boy, what a strong boy. I mean, when Padme and Anakin are looking down at them, I guess. 
Vader. No. <laughs> so the name they the name the cross they bear the name the hair shirt is the name they bear Skywalker. I need to pull up the lyrics again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, sure. So if you read if you read this as a Star Wars song, yeah. <laughs> what a good boy colon a Star Wars story. <laughs> um, so where would it fit in the? Uh, I couldn't tell you that you were right. So instead, I looked in the mirror, watched TV, laid awake all night. That line is so good. Yeah, that's good. I, is it a good line? Yeah. Okay. I don't right. know. I'm like still young, and I still have that. Like I yeah. loved like corny stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, that's a solid line. Yeah. Okay. It's very relatable. I like that. It is relatable. I can see that. So if we're talking about them as vampires, though. I know. What did he see? Oh, he looks in the mirror and he sees nothing. Oh shit. Oh god! Like, I gotta watch some TV. <laughs> and then there's there's gotta be something to do with that cross he's bearing. Oh yeah, that's, vampires can't that, touch that, so it's yeah, painful. Burning him. Yeah, it's, him. it's a hair shirt basically. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so maybe they're vampires. This song is a Star Wars viewers. vampires. <laughs> Great. Um, so so uh, and okay, so so this 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 hair shirt is woven from your brown hair. So it's it's Leia has brown hair. Uh, okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're no longer Star Wars. Okay, like, we're like, done with Star Wars. <laughs> I feel like in this song. Um, uh, like not not so much the name, unless the name is her name that we're talking about. Like she she is the cross that he bears, right? Are, mm-hmm. Is this about a relationship? I, I that's how I took it. Is okay. like you know, it's he says this name and not your name, but right. I think there is that like this is the cross that I bear. I don't know. And, and this is hard because I, I have trouble figuring out what this song is about because I think it's definitely about a relationship, but then I also think that. It's definitely about gender norms. Like, boys are good and strong. Girls are good and pretty. And then especially the video, which I definitely want to get into. Yeah, we have to pivot into like, that. Like, you, you've got the, the people inside the boxes. Some of them are men wearing women's clothing. And, like, so so I think... And then it's also... I felt, I felt like there was some sort of, like, LGBT angle they were sort of going to here. Like... I know it's not right. Be with me tonight. Like I, maybe maybe it's not right that I feel these things. Maybe because... it's not right because you're related to me. <laughs> there's also the incest <laughs> angle. There's also the stuff. So what is this song about? Or is it about all these things? And just sort of, I don't know. What any interpretations of the song as a whole? What's the thesis statement? I guess. <sighs> don't don't sleep with your sister. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You really? I can't. I can never tell when. You I know that. It, I know that it isn't right. But be with me tonight. Are you being ironic or are you being serious? Is this really what you thought the song was about? <laughs> Which is okay if you were. If I you mean, are. Come, come up with a better, convince me otherwise. I can't. So okay. you literally think it's about incest. <laughs> the song is so obnoxiously vague that yeah. it's really tough to pin yeah. it down. That yeah. is true, yeah. I mean, but then, yeah, then there's also this religion, because he talks about the hair shirt, which is a religious thing, and the cross, which is a religious thing. So that, that sort of kind of pushed me towards maybe some sort of uh, taboo. Well, it, I, could also, it could also tie into like sort of heteronormativity and things like that, because a lot of religions are very sort of boxed in with with gender roles so that it could play into that uh, that thesis you were putting forward yeah 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 well it's and and the problem is that on all the other songs i feel like they had a strong thesis which they fucked up by gilding the lily (laughs) this song i feel like they have a great song musically it's an interesting song lyrically but i don't know what the fuck they're talking about like i i don't know no clue yeah it's it's this one's hard and i'm not saying that songs always have to make sense or always have to have a you know it has to be obvious to the listener i think there can be a sort of death of the author interpretation of this can be whatever you want it to be about but i don't i think this was just meant to be sort of a ballad like it's just sort of it it doesn't it doesn't gild the lily like you said it doesn't add in cartoon sound effects it just sort of focuses on steve page's vocals Mm -hmm. and i mean there's ed doing some sweet arpeggiated shit like in the, I think it's like, like, yeah, 40, 40 seconds yeah, his in. His bass yeah. is great. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Andy's Andy's bass, uh, bass, as always, is just the most, the best part of the song. I don't know. I liked Ed's guitar work on this one, actually. It's the first time that his guitar work has sort of stuck out to me. I'm like, oh, I like that arpeggio. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's also a part of this song, I'm sorry, not to to bring it back to the thesis, but uh, I go to school, I write exams. If I pass, if I fail, if I drop out, does anyone else give a damn if they do this and forget? Like, this is like... School sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole music video is school-centered, too. And yes. I was really confused as to why that was the one part they picked yeah. to focus on. Go to school. I write here exams of a possible fail if I drop out to I thought he's got big dreams. It's like saying he's got big dreams. He's saying it doesn't fucking matter what my grades are going to be. I'm going to do shit that's going to blow this school out of the water no one's gonna fucking remember my test scores uh that's how i read that hey yeah but then like when luke when luke is like getting out of the moisture evaporator farm (laughs) he's like i'm gonna be a jedi like no one gives a shit in fact i i i came across have you ever read anything by uh what the fuck's his name ryan brett or ryan Britt? he's a he's just a, a nerd dude okay but he um he has this theory that everyone in Star Wars is functionally illiterate. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because no one ever reads anything. Okay. And they communicate it's to true. each other through, like, holograms and stuff. Even it's if all you go spoken. Into, yeah, yeah, and if you go to, like, the Jedi library, yeah. they're just holocrons, so they're, like, holograms that are telling you stuff. Oh, is this a canon, like, yeah, uh, okay. So they don't, huh. there's not, like, a lot of written material in Star Wars, and his argument is that they're they're functionally literate. Like they the guy who's like pressing buttons in the Death Star, like it's just like a see, like, laser. He yeah, like laser. it's like a little like a little explosion button. He just kind of presses it. He's like, dude, dude, got it. But like uh, Uncle Owen needs like a droid to translate shit for him. Yeah, he can't do math. He's like, I need somebody to do math for me right, and right. translate. So they've got they need a droid to sort of tell them, like C three PO reads for them. <laughs> like R two D two has to like oh, shit. read for him a couple times. Yeah. So, that's that's just his uh his sort of theory is that they're all illiterate. But oh, that it, fuck that was a purpose of nothing. I just thought it was a fun aside. Uh, okay, all right. So cool. So yeah, if he fails, if he passes, if he fails, which he would right. fail. But he can't. Yeah, which because he can't. He can't <laughs> it doesn't matter because he's gonna do some cool lightsaber stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's got big dreams. Basically, is how I read that line. Okay. All right. Um, his life ain't over yet. It ain't over till the most recent movie. Yes. Oh, spoilies for Last Jedi. Yeah, you're going to have to release this in like a year we now. Are, yeah, the Statue of Limitations has not passed. <laughs> um, I guess I guess let's pivot to the video. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. Good. This Great. video. God. All right. So if you've not seen the video, you definitely need to watch a stop, clip from it. Stop the podcast now. I'll Watch it, the video. I'll put it in the show notes so that you can just click on the link right like, there. Pull over if you're driving. <laughs> yes. Cause you need Bring it up to- on your phone. Just uh, hold it real high. Yeah. Go over your data cap. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Watch it seven or eight times. Um, okay, so this video I feel like is split into three distinct chunks that they keep switching between, right? Uh-huh. So you've got this this life of a child who is like confined to school or his his banal life, and then whenever he tries to rise up above, somebody pulls him down or he gets he gets. I wasn't like, sure how old this kid was supposed to be. I think it's going through like, different phases. Yeah, because he's definitely older when he's at the lockers and he gets mm-hmm. pulled down by the girl. Yeah, he's yeah. floating out. I should hope so. Yeah, <laughs> because like, the song is talking about them sleeping together. Yeah, well, yeah, I like, think so. He's... Like thirteen-year-olds. I mean, I I'm to... no prude, but I hate to tell you, <laughs> like this is what thirteen-year-olds yeah, do nowadays. Kids, this is what... Oh God, I kind of, like have to spray him with a water bottle. Yeah, basically. 
Um, yeah, so, uh, but then we also kind of see him as a baby with his parents there and, uh, and all sorts of stuff. Um, but then it swaps to, um, uh, bare naked ladies in these boxes. Like, they're, they're in literal boxes. The boxes are super weird. It's so on the nose. Like, <laughs> like, I'm in a box. I can't get out of my box. We society has put me in here. Like, and the costumes they're wearing are like, YMCA level, like, like I'm a did doctor. You, did you have a favorite costume? I made a list of all of them. Oh. <laughs> did you? Please, read I went list. through. Um, mine so was, he does. Mine was the Mountie. That was my favorite. Yes, the Mountie's good. good. There's the there's the one where with the fez. Yes. There's the <laughs> boat captain shirt where he like pulls the jacket open and he's got a bra on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's in like a hazmat suit at one point. I couldn't tell what the. I don't remember that one. He's in like a big white. Yeah, the drummer is in. He's just like. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I'm like, is it a Ku Klux a Ku Klux Klan outfit? There's it wasn't. No, there's it wasn't. No yeah. Top. There's no hood. It's just. <laughs> oh, good lord. It's like a white sheet a sort rose. of. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the Mountie. There's uh, a tank top uh-huh. like a, with another sailor hat. So there's a lot of sailoring yeah. going on. <laughs> and then there's Stephen Page is in like a like a. Kind of like a slip nightgown, but yeah. he's wearing boxers at one point. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And then I think there's a mailman. Yeah, there's, a, ma- there's the a doctor too. I think at the beginning. Yeah, he's wearing like scrubs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very very weird. Because now we're not just talking about gender roles. It's like I'm a doctor. I can't ever be. I'm a doctor. <laughs> a doctor. People define me. As a- I hate being a doctor. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Like. I did not understand their thesis here. It's just very weird. And then, of course, the third section. Oh, so if I had a favorite, mine would be the Fez. Tyler. The fe- he does a little Fez yeah, spin, too. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite? I, I, I like the Fez. I like that kind of hazmat suit thing just because it's so confusing. And yes. I think he just deadpan stares into the camera. <laughs> Challenge me. Why yeah, am he's I? in this big, like, pillowcase <laughs> thing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, the Mountie was good, too. I yeah. enjoyed the Mountie. Uh, I wrote down that it was like a tiny purgatory. Like, I had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Like, <laughs> These are people who did bad and went to, this is their purgatory. This they're is not bad. Purgatory is for bad pens. people. Purgatory is for bad people. Purgatory is for okay people. Well, purgatory is if, it's, like, you masturbated. It's not like you did a major sin. Mm-hmm. You just gotta go hang out there for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, also, you will I think eventually be there's like uh, it's got aborted fetuses and virtuous pagans in it That's now because they got rid of the no, they got rid of the first circle of hell apparently the Catholic Church. Who got rid? of the... They shaved the top part. Yeah, yeah. Like... it used to be. I used to I used to keep saying that I wanted to go to the first circle of hell where it's like all the nicest people who just didn't happen to be Catholic. <laughs> right. Like there were like Socrates Do and you Aristotle. Still get burned in the first layer of hell. No, it's actually just like a regular world. Only they're just people. There's like aborted fetus or fetuses who di- children who died before they could be baptized oh. and then like there's a lot of those. the nicest people in the fucking world who weren't christians who just <laughs> lived in like south america yeah. before right yeah because you don't want to put them you don't want them to suffer right but you don't want them to be in heaven sure but oh, now the catholic church has gotten rid of it apparently and everyone is just in purgatory or limbo uh, well so limbo and purgatory are two different things aren't they i don't know limbo is like nothing it's like a waiting room right but purgatory is you're you're tortured for a while and then you're released to heaven. I, I thought I thought Purgatory was the more waiting room one. Oh boy! I don't know. We gotta get out the Dante we'll here. Never figure this out. Anyway, the third section of the video is my favorite section of the video, which is the band playing instruments and Stephen Page. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> or just go to like. Could you queue up the video and go to like two yeah. minutes thirteen seconds? Yeah, 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 the yeah. look on. Did his you mark face? this? Yes. Oh, is it like, the smile? Yeah. The yes. S- where yes. he looks like a serial yes. killer. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on, I'll put it on mute. Uh, oh my god, this video is so fucking. There good. it is. 
Uh, uh, uh. I want that to be my fucking desktop background. <laughs> and then he does it again. They flip away. And then yeah. it comes he back. He smiles. Yeah. Yeah. He like. I feel like he's gonna kill that woman. Oh no! That <laughs> like. He like is, hey, what's up? He is ruined. Oh, something bad is gonna happen. Oh, absolutely. What? What is happening in this video? <laughs> he's wearing. For those of you who who do not have the luxury of going over your data cap right now, he's wearing a pink puffy pirate shirt like a with satin a, blouse yeah it's like a frilled collar going on and he's sitting by a table that has an ashtray and a lit candle on it and there's a woman behind him smoking a cigarette the whole video the woman is just chilling there while the band plays their song they never interact with her it's very confusing yeah she's just kind of there I don't... This video is so, so strange. Yeah, she'll show up in the background of, like, some Ed Robertson scenes and some... It's just weird. And then at one point, Steve just goes fucking nuts and just starts, like... <laughs> oh, he's, like, pounding the table. He's <laughs> yeah. getting it. He's just very excited. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's excited or if he's angry or if he's... <laughs> it looks like he's having a seizure, and I feel bad. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, we'll, we'll cut most of that silence out, but Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, he looks like he's going to a children's birthday party as a pirate. <laughs> I yeah. felt like he was... It's like the Seinfeld puffy shirt yes. episode. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. But man, that smile. Like, I, <sighs> I felt I was genuinely, like, creeped out by that yeah, look. Yeah, for sure. You gotta be disturbed. It's scary. Well, um, that, it seems like that's the grin that he has in every other song where they say, like some kind of like shitty pun yeah. and like that's the smile he makes into the yes. camera like, did you hear that did like hear walking that? on pins and needles yeah. and he does that little Breaking smile needles. <laughs> yeah it, and that part is legitimately terrifying um boy this video is so fucked up um I don't know. Tyler, Tyler too. Like, as soon as this video started, I started laughing just because of the costumes. And then, like, but everybody looks like they're trying so hard to be as serious as possible yeah. in this video. Like, there's, it, it, it removes all of the Bare Naked Ladies, like, excited, fun, happy, and, and, and goes real grimdark. It's, it's, it's strange. I don't know. Well, we've said they're sort of musical chameleons, right? They, they yeah. do a lot of musical styles. For they sure. do a lot of stuff like that. So maybe this is just their attempt at a uh, straight up, you know, ballad. Yeah. And it, I think that's what it does. It checks off all the ballad marks. Like yeah. The, it does, yeah. The lead singer and then the gradual build and yeah. then the, you know. And it must succeed because I think they try to replicate the formula on future albums too. There's, I think there's at least one song on each album that's like the slow, sad, introspective song. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, yeah, there's no ad-libs in this song. Uh, there's nothing tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's a weird turn for this album for sure. Um, you mentioned the arpeggiation already, which I, I thought was great as well. Um, at, at 231, I'm going to put it in right here. There's a, a, a noise in the background that I'm pretty sure is like a water droplet or something. Yeah, like that. It sounded like a submarine. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like a ping. It, it, yeah. so, oh, maybe it's a ping. It remind, it, I, I thought that the Bare Naked Ladies, maybe this is the precursor to Vaporwave, uh, which uses <laughs> that sound effect a lot. I think that probably some Vaporwave producer heard that. And, and then it, it, it continues throughout the verse. You keep hearing these pings or these weird water droplets throughout that whole verse, which it's, again, out of nowhere, just like for one verse, not over the whole song. 
I'm wondering if they were in a leaky studio or like <laughs> what was happening there. Just very weird. Uh, what else about? Uh, what do you guys have about the musicality or the lyrics or anything about this? That that pretty much. I'm I'm spent on that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I was really confused because again, like I I've known a lot of people who have been in bands and right. have done albums, and no band's first album has been as grand as I think Gordon as a whole for sure. And just their ability to focus in on this song and be like, all right, this is going to be like this slow, sweet ballad. It's it's remarkable how they got the money to make this and like the money to front for the production cost of this video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, maybe like 92 money in Canada was yeah, worth way freely. more. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know Canada supports its artists much more than America does. They've, they got, they've got all sorts True, of they have government grants. Funds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but they did have a bunch of albums or a bunch of uh, videos for this album because Enid has a video, mm-hmm. Yoko, Yoko Ono has a video, this has a video. I'm sure if I had a million dollars, has a video. I think that got like... one later. Oh, okay. Uh, right. When it was like released huh. as a single on. Because this song was a single on like a 94. Like it was a B side for a '94 single. This song. Yeah, they like put it on a different album. Oh, weird. Like, okay, I didn't know that. I oh, saw it on Wikipedia, so okay. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's fair. But yeah, like clearly, yeah, they 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 must have been a breakout hit immediately because the studio was throwing fucking money at them hand over fist. Yeah. So yeah. It's just like here's four thousand oh. instruments. Like put whatever you want on this track. <laughs> you've heard you've heard Gordon. It's a great album. It is truly, and 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 for as much as again for for as much shit as they put on every song, I feel like they probably could have gone further because. They had the instruments and they had the money. They could have they mm-hmm. could have gone for a bigger scope, but I think it would have made the album sound worse. Yeah. Um, so so I, got, I I do have to applaud their 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 subtlety on some of the songs a little bit. I think so. And while we're, while we're in like studios and subtlety, I think y'all had mentioned this on a previous episode. Um, BNL records one song naked uh, naked on every album yeah. is that yes yeah. which song is this is it on this king one? of bedside manor yeah. is the song oh, on no. this album and we'll talk about that next week about how i think that adds to its frenetic just like <laughs> it's like we just want to get out of here yeah exactly yeah yeah which is it's fun interesting um yeah yeah I you think can hear them actually like on king of bedside manor you can actually hear them kind of giggling yeah well i think like page like loses a couple lines to laughter uh i think that was intentional but we'll talk about that on king Okay. Actually, we won't because we already recorded that episode and we did not talk about it. <laughs> or did we? Or did we? You can just re-edit it and put it yeah. back in. Oh, that's true. We can do that. I think Tyler is actually playing the drums with his dick during that <laughs> <laughs> manner. His enormous flaccid penis just hitting each of the snares. Um, it's like that Onion video where it was like they went and reinserted all... They gave all the Ninja Turtles wieners to the new one. <laughs> it's incredible. That. That's amazing. Uh, Evan, what did you have to say? Anything? I... I said everything I need to say. We checked all the boxes. We yeah, checked I mean, them all off. It, the, the video just, 90s was like the golden era for videos, right? Yeah. You, you put on an album, you're going to have videos. Like, yeah. I just remember yeah. MTV was all music back then. Like, not all music, but like there were videos and shit. Now it's not, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not like, God damn MTV used yeah. to be videos back in my, yeah. I don't fucking care. Well, Show whatever you want. Show whatever people watch. But yeah, and the, just the 90s style in this. It was like watching like an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sure. Or like the, or like <laughs> the lighting. In, yeah, yeah, they go yeah. into like a, they go into their coffee shop, you right. know, because they can't drink alcohol. <laughs> and then there's like a band. They get some band to play there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I just sort of read. Yes, yeah. it was it was total '90s to me. Well, yeah, it's interesting because I think while MTV has changed um, much, music, which is kind of the Canadian equivalent of MTV, has sort of remained the same. I mean, my my huh. wife and I went uh, there last year, and Canada to, to Canada, oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, and and I mean, much music was just playing 
uh, music videos the whole time. So I that's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I think they they've kind of stayed true. So maybe maybe music is is a little more of a product over there than it is here, where it's still people want to see the visual aspect and the audio aspect rather than just mm-hmm. one or the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, they still do music videos. They just release them on YouTube or on your site or something. That's yeah. true. Usually, yeah, that's true. That's true. Normally, not the production like this is. Yeah. Either. Well, yeah, yeah. This one specifically. I think is is the highest production value of the videos that we've seen so far. Because Yoko Ono is just fucking like archival clips, yeah. and Enid is this bizarre one set of strangeness. But this one has actors and stuff, yeah. So I I, I really got to commend the kid, yeah. the boy who's in this video, because he multiple points is just lifted up into the air yeah. and just like stale face, like no reaction. <laughs> yes. Like on the locker, he seems to be being lifted up by like his shirt or yeah. something, and I'm like, he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh. I do like that when it happens in the classroom, the teacher's teaching and he's in the front of the class with a dunce cap. On. Well, it's like it's like the stunt. That's like I think that oh, that transferred to the stunt cover somehow. I never uh, thought about that's that. It's the through line, yeah. Oh my god, you might be right there. Yeah. It's, or, or I wonder if just dunce caps are a thing in Canada that's still like they haven't gone yeah. away. Like, god, I hope not. That, that seems horrible. That seems abusive. Like, still shame shame kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right, interesting. Children respond to shame. Yes, they well. What is your experience with your child? Does he respond to shame? He doesn't respond to anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, anything else to say about this song? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just kind of want to. We we talked about it earlier, but the the line the I wake up scared, I wake up strange, yeah. I wake up wondering if anything in my life is ever going to change. Yeah. There are some lines in here that I feel like. So I'm a huge Springsteen fan. Okay. I love okay. Bruce Springsteen, and I think a lot of people get that like rah rah, born in the USA Springsteen sure. thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's songs like, you know, you think of like, like Dancing in the Dark has some really like bummer lines in it. And then there's like the entirety of darkness. And there's these lines that are like, oh, this is really meaningful. And he's really trying to say something here. And I feel like this was BNL's attempt to be like, yeah, like we still don't have this all figured out. Like I got in a fight with my partner or girlfriend or whatever. And I'm just going to, I tried to apologize. And then I just ended up like watching TV and laying in bed. Yeah. It's really relatable. I don't know if BNL ever went full rock star. Yeah. But, you know, they had, kind of have that everyman aspect, and I think that pops up a million dollars, and mm-hmm. I like when that shows up here. Yeah, I think that's interesting, I, I and I hadn't considered that before, but but you can tell that they're they're of that age where that's, you know, they, they, they don't know how to communicate, they haven't learned those skills yet, they yeah. don't have their full toolbox, and... Uh, yeah, that definitely comes through. I think it might be a little different in, especially in things like dan- uh, Dancer in the Dark, where, not Dancer in the Dark, what? Dancing. Dancing, Dancing in the Dancing Dark, in the yeah, dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where that's sort of an upbeat song with downer lines. Like, this yeah. one commits. S- like, yeah, this get, one's fully committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting around getting older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, and I do think it is it is very relatable. I think a lot of, I mean, that that's, if we're going to look at the album as a whole, as Gordon as a whole, it's, you know... This is it's what about growing up, right? Yeah, it's about growing up. This is what we were like as children. Or a vampire. <laughs> or <a> Never vampire. <laughs> aging. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, this is the same as, you know, Grade 9 is relatable and Enid's relatable. I think, yeah, this probably shares a lot of DNA with Enid, which is like having a relationship the not knowing how to communicate. Yeah. Oh, this is the mirror of Enid. This is the, wow, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it like that. Luke has no experience with girls. Shut up. Shut up. I mean, the only great woman he knows is his aunt. aunt his yeah. old aunt. Yeah. His old ass aunt, aunt Enid. Yeah. I mean, Baru. Whoops. <laughs> uh, the first yeah. girl he falls in love with is his sister. Oh, Jesus. Are there really no other... I mean, we don't see them interact with any other people on... What was it? Naboo? No, where are they in Tatooine, right? Yeah, Tatooine. Yeah. 
Are there any other people on Tatooine? Is it just that moisture farm? There's got to be other people. There's, they go to Mos Eisley. Is that on Tatooine? Yeah. Jabba's palace I is on Tatooine. My cool. knowledge is living like the sticks of yeah. the, okay, the all planet. Right. They're moisture oh, I've outed myself as a non-nerd. I'm sorry. Oh, I've never seen Star Wars, and I've been faking my way through this whole conversation. <laughs> Are you so, serious? Oh, yeah. oh wow. All right. Uh, when we do our Patreon Star Wars episode, we'll have you back on. <laughs> uh, all for, right. for color commentary. For color yeah. commentary. Like, what is that? What's that thing? <laughs> what are these guys? What are these things? I just love Warwick Davis, so I watch any movie he's in. Was he in? Warwick Davis. Oh, he's, is he that, he's the, the chittering eyeball boy. <laughs> he's the Ewok. Warwick Davis plays all the Ewoks, right? He plays Ewok. He plays like a yeah. Greedo. I thought he was the little... sand flea. Uh, he's on Tatooine. He's on one. He's in one of them. Yeah. Okay. The Tusken Raiders. No. How I don't do know you the know everything? Are. Tusken Raiders is from a. There's a whole steady line. Oh, okay. Where he says yeah. like, did a few favors for some guys who look like Tusken Raiders, which <laughs> okay. is a really good line. <laughs> that is a really. But good no, line. he is not a Tusken Raider. Okay, never mind. I only. I only barely have a grasp on Warwick Davis from Leprechaun. So, who's <laughs> <laughs> Willow? I never saw Willow. Oh, you this gotta, is you gotta ep- rectify that. <laughs> I know these are movies we haven't seen. We're all just gonna and so I mine is Willow. Yours is Star Wars. Evan, what's a movie you haven't seen? Never seen. I don't know. I've never seen the original Evil Dead. What? Really? Wow. Yeah, okay, really? We gotta, we yeah. gotta watch Evil so there we go. Now. It's good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more. It's all been done in a second. <laughs> hey, Ev. Yes, Saker. <laughs> Yes, Shaker. You're a big fan of uh, the television series known as Star Trek? I am a Trekkie, yes. Ooh, what's the good thing about it? Uh, Klingons. Klingons. They're great. Or wow. at least they were until the new one. Nope, I uh, take that back. They were actually great in the new ones, but they're not really Klingons anymore. I hear they changed them aesthetically and people are pissed. Yeah, I didn't really like that. I couldn't buy into it, but I understand the reason why they did it. Which um, was? They're trying to make, like, Klingons are sort of a household name. So they want to make them scary again. They want to make them a real threat. Yeah. So you got to make them look different. You got to make them look scarier. And they did They did a really good job. I have nothing bad to say about the new track. But it's, the, it's amazing. The canon. It's literally the best Trek that has ever been Trekked. And <laughs> I say this as someone who loves Star Trek. <laughs> it's the best? Oh uh, yeah, I mean better than TNG. Scripted. Oh god, have you watched the first three seasons of TNG? They're basically unwatchable. It may surprise you to know that I've never watched any so, Star Trek. I love Star Trek from the bottom of my fucking geeky heart. I love every episode of Star Trek. I even watched all of Voyager. Uh-huh. And the the early seasons of Trek are really rough to get through. Uh-huh. Even I mean, if you're a Trek fan, you have to admit that. And and this is a show that is well scripted. The characters are are very well put together. I don't know why we're talking about this on a commercial for another <laughs> show. Say, so you got me on my about to you segue. got me on my platform. Please segue. <laughs> well, listen. If you maybe people have the same opinion as you, maybe they don't. But if you want to know what other people think of Star Trek, there's a group watching Star Trek from its beginning. Join Stephen, Keith, Jimmy, Jerome, and a rotating bevy of friends as they beam aboard the Enterprise. They're warping through season two right now. Uh, it's all been done anyway. So check out I. IABDpresents.com and please support their programming at patreon.com slash IABD. It would be fun. I listened to a couple episodes. Hooray. Yeah. I, I, the original series is the one that I have uh, listened to, I've watched the least. And I'm never going to let you. See, this is the thing with commercials. All these all these podcasts are related to my interests. <laughs> so I just, I'm just going to keep talking about them. We had an easy out. <laughs> Make it our own. That's- it's all been tracked before. <laughs> it's it's all been tracked at iabdpresents.com. <laughs> all right, we are back. Um, so let's go ahead and spin the dial to see what our bonus segment will be this oh, week. Boy, so, I hope it's oh my god, there's actually a dial. Yeah. 
This one is Piece of Cake. So what I want oh, you to do fun. is I want you to pair this song with a food or a drink. So what a good boy <laughs> is the mm, perfect pairing for what? What would you, you know, sometimes you sit down, you want to save your food until you get home and you can sit in front of the TV and have a, a delightful time with a good food and a good Wolf show. Wolf it down in four minutes. Exactly. Yeah. But this is... I want to I want to sit down and listen to this song. So what does this song go well with? Um, hmm, <laughs> any thoughts here? I think I'm I'm biased by the video where it's just like they're just sitting in a cafe and smoking. I know yeah. cigarettes aren't food. Ooh, yeah, yeah no. So, but you could do like a French like coffee sort of or a something. croissant and a coffee. Yeah, this does feel like a sad French film. I think in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's not something you enjoy. It's yeah. not a food that you're eating to like enjoy it or have a good time. <laughs> this is a song you you listen to to build character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I like that. I think a croissant and a coffee could work. Uh, I don't know. Anything? Yeah, I'm thinking, I don't know, like, it's about childhood, it's about, like, a Happy Meal or something. Like, <laughs> oh, you're eating it as an adult. Yeah, it's like, I only have three dollars. You're sitting in a cafe, smoking your sink, you're, <laughs> you're sitting on the side of the road, just picking through a Happy Meal. <laughs> like, a fucking, like, discarded Happy Meal that somebody threw out their driver's window because they were done with it. I forgot I didn't have a kid and they threw it out their window. <laughs> I always get one of these, never know why. <laughs> Jesus. Just for the oh, toy. God. They dark. get one for the kid they lost. They lost. I was just oh, thinking how dark horrible. that was. Oh, By Happy Meal. hits me extra hard because I'm a daddy. Oh, sorry, buddy. I was watching, before I came over here, I was watching fucking Warcraft movie. Uh-huh. Which actually is a not a bad movie. The, That's all right. The, yeah. the Duncan the, Jones? Yeah, the Duncan Jones Warcraft Bowie's movie. kid directed that? Yeah. yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's it's dedicated to Bowie. Is it? Because yeah. he always loved he, Warcraft. Well, he, he, like, died right when it came out oh. or around that time. Okay. Um, but... I was watching Warcraft, which, like I said, isn't a bad movie, but there's one scene where the they have, like, an orc baby. Yeah. And it's in it's in danger, and I'm feeling, like, my heart rate go up, and I'm like, Aww. oh, no, baby! <laughs> I have orc baby! An animatronic baby! Like, and it freaked me out. I, I just have so many hooks, more hooks in me now that I'm a dad. Really? Like, just the baby stuff gets me. It's it's weird, because... Oh, fuck. I hate to make this serious. But this like, song's called Good Boy. I, well, Good, Good Boy! boy. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, it's hard... Like, there are things, and this is a universal experience, I don't even know why I'm vocalizing it because it's so fucking obvious, but there are things that you don't get until you've been through them, but, like, yeah. you know, I, I, I had a parent die two years ago, and it used to be that, like, in movies, like, it, whatever, like, it's not a big deal, but now when, like, people lose their parents or whatever, it's like, I feel that tug as well, so yeah, I think there's a lot of... Probably, you know, if, if if you've been through this experience, because when I got Gordon, I was probably 12, and I don't think I ever, this song ever even registered stuff you don't connect me. to. Yeah, yeah, like, who cares? Mm -hmm. But yeah, now listening to it, you know, having had those experiences, I definitely think that... Having been an aging rock star, <laughs> having, been, having had a, uh, a coffin buried on Barrington Street, <laughs> <laughs> having been to... <laughs> Yes. Nova Scotia. Uh -huh. Having dated my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, Having I, been I, in grade nine. Yep, 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 yep. They all, that they all resonate. Yes. Having oh, been it's true. a good boy, a strong boy, a smart boy, <laughs> oh, but a pretty boy. boy. Yep, yep, yep. I have been, by the way, I've been singing that to my fucking son all week. Have you what really? a good boy. That's <laughs> yeah. very sweet. <laughs> Is it? Are you trapping him in a box? Are you letting I was him actually doing that the wants? other day, and my partner was just like, she just kind of went, oh, <laughs> I finally got what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Like I thought, I thought this was a very sweet, genuine thing, and now she's just like, oh boy, is this the fucking parent. Good ladies again. Don't indoctrinate my child. Well, she wanted to get him snack t- the snack time album, so I, I think I think she's in favor of it. You mentioned this on an album. You said you have to wait until we're yeah. doing it, but we're never gonna do it. Yeah. So the I, too short. she actually got the snack time album, and it got delivered, but there was no CD in the case. <laughs> so do you but think, it used off of Amazon? Yeah. Oh, uh, you think yeah. BNL knows? And they are trying yeah, to I don't think they're gonna let me. I don't like, think they're gonna stop let me listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was just a there was just a picture of me in there, <laughs> like on the on the playground with my son. Like it's getting one of those like where it gets closer and it gets, like a bunch of pictures where they get closer and closer and closer. Yeah. <laughs> Some like foliage in the foreground. Yeah. <laughs> just we know. The last picture is just yeah, we know is written in marker. Yeah. Oh god, or in human blood that they drained from their victims. There's just, just a picture of me sleeping. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, now we have to decide if this song is bare naked or fully clothed. So, what did you think of the song? Max, we'll start with you. What do you think? I was originally... I, I do like R.E.M. a lot, so I came into the song and I was like, oh, this is kind of a jam. Like, right. this is a good emotional song. And then the video happened. <laughs> so, I don't I don't know in what way you can be, like, deceived by something. Sure. Like, maybe it's, maybe it's a song, but it's wearing one of those... Like you know when you go to like a you go to like a beach and you go to like a wings store and there's you can buy a t-shirt and it looks like a sexy woman on the front right. and then it takes off the t-shirt and you're like oh no <laughs> yes okay with the beard oh gun. no you're wearing an REM shirt <laughs> oh, okay. oh, shit yeah okay I get it yeah okay so it's yeah I can see that definitely I th- I think that mine is definitely along the same lines I think to me this song is is good but a little bit too on the nose a little bit maybe embarrassing. I think this this song might be an yeah. adult baby for me. So he's got a <laughs> diaper on. He's got a, an adult onesie. So he's mostly unclothed. Uh-huh. Like, it's a good song. But to look at it for too long, you just sort yeah, of think, like, yeah. this makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Like, your first listen, you're like, this is, this is a really sweet song. And then you do it more and more. And you're like, huh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yes, huh. exactly. <laughs> Evan, what'd you think? Uh, video, man. What? So, oh. it's, that fucking video. So, uh, I'm, I'm with Max on this. So it's a... It's like a phone sex operator. So it, like when you listen to it, you can't. it sounds real sexy. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah. yeah, Oh yeah, but then you look and it's just some dumpy guy. <laughs> okay. It, it's Rocco. We're, wearing all his clothes. Rocco wearing all, all his clothes. Wearing all his clothes? <laughs> yeah. This is fully clothed the video, No, the video. Oh, when, the I, fully when I listen to it, right. okay. it sounds good. Got it. The song, the song sounds like it's right. naked. In it may or may not be naked in my imagination. <laughs> you know. And then when I look at it though, it's all close. Got that big puffy shirt on. Yeah. You're like, oh man. God, and that that smile. God that damn. smile sent yeah, chills. Yeah, that's a bad one. That sent chills through my. You know what's funny so. is that we can. I think we might get hit by iTunes for copyright violation, but we can do episode by episode different pictures for each episode for our like iTunes cover art. Uh-huh. So for this episode, maybe I'll just make it Stephen Page's big dumb smile. That would be fun. <laughs> So, uh, now it's time to answer some viewer mail in the segment we call Bare Naked Mails. Uh, you can email us at itsallbeendonepodcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Like, typed it in twice. Yes. Well, the first time you have to spell the word at and the dot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this question... Uh, do we want to get real stupid? All right, let's do that. Uh, this question is from someone named Dylan Welsh. So, Dylan Welch. says... Welch. 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 Like, the, like the jam, not the nationality. This one is from someone named <laughs> Dylan Welch. Dylant. With a t- Dylan. <laughs> Gillant Welch. Uh, he says, hi, first time, long time. 
<laughs> anyway, I really appreciate the hard work you guys do to bring the love of BNL to a whole new generation. My question is actually a two-parter. First, have it says either of you, but have any of you tried the if I had a thousand or if I had a million flavors ice cream yet? If so, would you recommend what? it? Oh my god! I don't know. Let's so let's answer that first before you we take get that to, to the, the second part of his question. So give me one sec. If I had a million flavors, a collision of chocolate and vanilla ice creams mixed with chocolate covered toffee, white chocolatey chunks, peanut butter cups, and chocolate covered almonds. Um. So I don't know how this is related to the Bare Naked Ladies aside from the name, but I've not had it. Have any of you? We all seemed pretty flabbergasted in general by the concept of it. Um, I assume neither of you have had it before? No. And it I'm... sounds like false advertising. There's like five flavors in it. <laughs> it's truly not a million. I mean, I'm extremely it. allergic to peanuts, oh, so I can't do that. Okay. But it does have the U in flavors, so you oh, know that shit. it's... Oh, shit. Yeah. I was, yeah. Ex I was expecting like a... Oh, you like... know what? This is benandjerrys.ca. I don't think this flavor is available in the U.S. because it flavors is spelled the uh, same everywhere here. So Dylan, but I was expecting I was expecting like a like a Bernie Bot's every flavor beans where you like you open it up and it's just a different ice cream every time. Like, I got like, farts. This tastes like human flesh. <laughs> it looks one. like Superman ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, like play doh. Ah. Uh, I would eat this. It sounds like way too much. It sounds like a kitchen sink sort of flavor. Um, but yeah, I mean they all go together: white chocolate, chocolate, vanilla. <laughs> Although chocolate, all chocolate is like olives you know you put it in something and it's just gonna taste like that yeah yeah you're right. like you're dominates right. yeah. yeah yeah and the fact that they have all different they have chocolate ice cream chocolate toffee chocolate chunks and chocolate almonds like and peanut butter cups which are chocolate. Oh, that's too much too uh, much too much i don't it's know I'd, I'd, I'd down that yeah me too probably i say it's too much but uh, yeah everyone knows i would eat it immediately uh so maybe we should uh that'll be a patreon We'd have to go to Canada to get so you it. You get it like dry ice packed. And I'm sure in. we could dry ice pack it. We okay, can, I'll get Blair. I'll I'll call Blair. <laughs> we'll get our. Uh, we're gonna eat our bacon nuts and lettuces. Yes, B BNT or BNLs. Yeah, BNLs, and then uh, we'll eat our million flavors. The second part of Dylan's question. <laughs> In 2009, the band changed its management from the Vancouver-based Network to the LA-based Cam 8 management firm, becoming Cam 8's inaugural signing following its creation from the merger of Career Artist Management and Hard 8 Management. What do you think incentivized this decision, and do you think it's the result of creative differences or content control policies? Well, 2009 coincides with Paige leaving the band, correct? That's correct. Oh. So I'm almost sure it, it was a Ooh. it was a, it was an attempt to break with sort of the old. Paige was their link to Canada, and now that they broke with Paige, they go from Vancouver to L.A. Obviously. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I thought know. I thought that was obvious. Well, I don't even know why that? Dylan's asking this question. <laughs> Can, so Stephen Page does new things now, right? He's in a new band? <laughs> he is in a band that plays Bare Naked Lady songs. Because there's got to be, I wonder if there's some sort of like contractual thing there where since he has co-authorship of a lot of the songs, well, they, they can, had to get out of a contract. They can both sing, and I know that a lot of their trouble stems from Ed not having paid royalties to Page for some stuff. Really? Yeah, there's, there's, oh. there's, some, there's some contractual disputes that, that feed into that. I'm not sure to what degree, but... Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. So wait, so so they they don't get along then, is what you're saying? I don't know if they get along or not. The Junos seem to be yeah. hand in hand, yeah. arm in arm. Yeah, I mean they might have they might have resolved it out of court or who knows. Yeah, but I know that Paige says that Ed owes him money. Wow, huh. that's crazy. They were such good buddies. That makes me sad. They sang in a bathroom together. They did, which we'll get to in a future episode. And they <laughs> just all hung out naked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you see somebody's dick, you can't sue him anymore. No, no. <laughs> 
Um, Wait, was the Juno thing that that seemed pretty amicable? Yeah. Was oh yeah. Cool? Yeah. If you don't, if you don't watch it, you should definitely watch it. It's it's cool. They do one week and it's had a million dollars, so they're two big ones. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everybody seems. And Andy Cregan is there too, who was just with them for. He Gordon. just left. Yeah, yeah, he left because Tyler usurped him as drummer, and he was just like, <laughs> I got nothing to do. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Dylan, I assume this would be a shit dumb question, but I guess we maybe sort of answered it. Um, so yeah, maybe there was a contract thing, uh, or maybe it was just a, a break from Canada in general. This is the uh, the the last part of the show where we beg you, of course, no. to like us, to review us, to rate us, to subscribe to us. We need that better ranking in iTunes. Uh, if you're listening on an Android, just share it with your friends and uh, put it on Facebook. You can get with us on Facebook. Uh, we are It's All Been Done, a Barenaked Ladies podcast on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Been Done Pod. You can get with, with us on there. If you want to interact with us for this episode, you can use the hashtag... Goo Boy. Goo Boy? Oh, Goo Boy. G-O-O-B-O-I? Yeah. Goo Boy. Well, goo I, don't, boy. That, that's, I don't know if you want to... <laughs> I haven't searched that yet. Goo Boy. <laughs> I'm just going to warn you in that one. This goes right along with my adult baby okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little goo boy. <laughs> um, so, Max, uh, what plugs do you have for us? Can you tell us, one day does uh, Pre-Dead Boys come out, and uh, what can what can people do to help you guys? So we launch on the same, uh, we have the same schedule as y'all. We do Mondays. Oh, we're Tuesday boys. Oh, you do Tuesdays. Yeah. Right. So great, Yeesh. listeners. You've got a Monday and a Tuesday podcast. Yeah. yeah start your week off right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should have done cryonics at this point. Oh, cool. Okay. So like cryogenic freezing, yeah. which I wanted to make a lot of Futurama jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we did like a fun mausoleum one, which oh. had some time travel elements. Oh, That's cool. cool. Very um, good. Yeah. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. I think we're pre... Oh, Dorian does all the Twitter. He's going to kill me. <laughs> I think we're just pre-Dead Boys on Twitter. We can cut all this out if you want to check it. And also search for Goo Boys. I can search for Goo Boys. <laughs> Please <I'm> don't. <laughs> search for Goo Boys. <laughs> goo Boys. Well, Goo Boy. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, did you find your Twitter? Do you know what your Twitter is? I did. Uh, you can uh, find me at pre-Dead Boys on Twitter. Cool. Um, I don't have an iPhone, so you can say whatever <laughs> you want on the iTunes store. I never see it right. so join that facebook group the pre-dead boys i'm part of it uh you can contribute and talk to other pdb fans PDBs. what are your what are your fans called are they are they dead deadheads that's already taken De- oh man <laughs> deadheads would be good uh-huh. um we're terrible at coming up with names just call them preemies <laughs> oh no <laughs> preemies someone posted a very sweet picture of their dog in there a few days ago that was nice i, I appreciated that, that. <laughs> that's cool uh evan what do you have to plug this week <laughs> I'm going to come across the table at you one of these days. You're just I'm poking s- a bear, man. Bear with me. Bear with, bear me. with me. You don't like bear plugging things. No. Yeah, plug something. You have books. Shut up. Tell me about your books. I don't plug anything you on this podcast. Daily no, I will, not, I will not plug anything on this podcast. What, what stories you come out with lately? You can find me at 2d6music.bandcamp.com. <laughs> uh, all right, whatever. You don't have anything to plug. You don't have anything to plug. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And I'm Max. And we'll see you again in one week. week.